Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Welcome to the Mean Green Show. What's up? What's up? What's freaking up, everybody? Welcome to the Mean Green Show. Super pumped, super excited. It's 2022, and we're back. Today, I got my co host. <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm saying, co-host. Co-host. That's we got Coach J, a.k.a. Jared Garcia in the building. What do you do, bro? What's going on? What's going on? Happy hey, to be here. Blessed to be on this side of the ground. Oh, yeah. So, still standing, still kicking. Um, today, Jay, we have Facebook on live, but we're only going to do it for the first eight minutes. Eight minutes? That's all y'all get. So, listen and hear me clearly. At eight minutes, we're cutting it off. So, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Mean Green Show on all platforms. There we go. All right. Before we start, can we give a shout out to Nikki Miles last week? Oh yeah, getting she on did the podcast, unbelievable. She did great. You know her effort. Her effort. Um, when she work out, she doesn't talk that much because she's putting in so much beast mode. Oh yeah. So to see her open up is dope. And then yeah. obviously Bobby. <laughs> Badass Bobby. My man Bobby. Yeah, man. So Nikki actually does talk a lot prior to class. Prior she, to class, she she flipped a switch. She get in the zone. That's what that's what the workout. Okay, are. so I don't I don't get the class early enough or enough. Uh-uh, I don't get there enough. enough. <laughs> Northside, I'm coming, man. I'm coming. I need to get back on my Northside workouts. Oh yeah. But um, today, whether you're listening to this in your car or while you're working it, while you're working at work, we want to break down what we call our core four. And our core four, this is the way that we train every individual in here. When I say here, that's outdoor boot camps, yep. that's indoor workouts at the gyms, that's personal training, that's our online subscription. And it's four basic components that we try our best to empower, to educate, and also keep people consistent. Our four core, and we'll start at the first one, and then when we start, I always ask for your uh, philosophy or opinion, and then I okay. backdoor you. But cool. our core four breaks down in step number one, all right? breathing it's kind of the concept that a lot of people don't really realize how important it is yep. but i don't know how to live without breathing at all <laughs> right at all. <laughs> so i don't know why when we get to work out that's the thing that we want to take away breathing so that's yep. part one of our core four part two mobility flexibility why is that important do i actually need to have mobility and flexibility so we're going to break that down number three all right, this one's a cool one, and it's the one that we all want to kind of jump into is control. And what we mean by control is strength. Yep. You know, whether you're taking a step, getting off the toilet, all that, man, it takes some type of control. Yeah. And then the last one is movement. That's the the walking to your mailbox, um, going to Splash Town with your kids or whatever it may be. So let's start with breathing. Jay, when, I'm going to ask you two questions. Okay. The first one, <clears throat> do you realize – and just a little history, guys. Jay, you know, high school, collegiate, semi-pro athlete, right? With your background, did you notice how important breathing was to you just on a daily basis? Not working out, just, you know, picking up groceries, um, going outside, playing recreational sports, if you ever do that. Yeah. What was your, what's your concept now, looking back? Did you ever focus on, okay, I need to breathe when I do this pharmacare with these grocery bags. <laughs> or, man, I'm picking up my little sister and I'm going to throw in the air. I need to make sure my stomach's tight. <laughs> Did you ever notice that? Uh, I mean, during those those easy movements, like you said, like picking up my sister, throwing her, I never focused on that. 
uh, as an athlete, I would definitely say when when it came down to us doing wind sprints and conditioning and running up hills, that's when you notice it a little bit different. Right. Uh, how how you were gonna control your breathing. And one of the fun things that I always thought about was. Mm-hmm. And you probably know it. If you ever had football players finish football season mm-hmm. and come back in and come play basketball, yeah. man, we thought we were in shape. Yeah. Until we got in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Until we got in the gym. Man, so that's like hitting that is when you really start to focus on that breathing. And yeah. then, you know, you go from ba- basketball to track. And then you're like, oh, I thought I was thought I was in shape. So was it's, just, it's so different um, what your different breathing requirements are from what you're doing. Yeah. So, you know, I like to add in, and for those that are online on Facebook, let us know if you have any questions about breathing as we're on it. I'm a decade older than you, I believe, somewhere around there, right? Almost just about. So, I'm not going to be funny on this. I have <laughs> I have some back challenges. It's not because how old I am, because you can be 67 and not have any back challenges, yep. but I do have some back challenges. One of the things I never noticed until I had back challenges was the importance of getting off the toilet the right way. Like, can I be real with the subscribers for a second? For those that are on Facebook, can I be real about the importance of what I've learned about getting off the toilet? So, as I – hold on, let me take another bite. This is – I don't want to put their brand name out there. They they might give us a sponsorship. Hold on, let me take a bite. Talk about content. Mm -hmm. We talking about getting off the toilet, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) The toilet. All right. So, mm, that's good. Typically – Every single day, not typically, every single day I get up, my first spot I go to is the toilet. And I love to sit on the toilet. And I usually experience the first 10 minutes of my life of that day on the toilet. So every now and then throughout the year, but this year in 22 is going to be different. I'm going to work my ass off to not have any back challenges or spasms. But when I do have a back challenge, typically out of condition, I go sit on the toilet. And then I do what I do. And then when I get up, I just get up. But when your back is spasmed and you're in pain, mm-hmm. you just get up. Oh, you're going to create even more pain. Yeah. So I noticed right then and there that I actually, my whole life, potentially, I may have been getting off the toilet the wrong way. Right? Because typically, for those that are on Facebook, you might can see me. I will sit down like this. And then as I get up, I kind of round my back. And then I just get up because I'm just waking up. Yeah. I haven't worked out. I haven't stretched. Why do I need to worry about how I get off the toilet? But when your back hurt, you better get off the toilet the right way or you're going to fall on the floor or in the toilet, right? <laughs> so it's really important. So I, I noticed then that, okay, Chris, be upright, all right? Take that big, deep breath. Hold your stomach nice and tight and power off your heels. I don't know how long I've been getting off the toilet wrong, but when I <laughs> became a pain with my back, that's when I noticed that, man, it's not just breathing in the gym. The gym teaches me how to breathe properly in certain positions of my life. The position I'm talking about today is the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) You had any any toilet challenges like that, bro? You you 27. I I can't say I had toilet challenges quite like that. Um, (laughs) That's pretty funny, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an individual. All right, (laughs) we're going to take it from the toilet. Okay, my second question I have for you. Okay. Now when you work out. We see the posts that you post, and we love your posts, so continue to post the pictures. It's so inspiring, Jay. When you're in that up rack position with that goblet position with the kettlebell and you're outside and the hair is flowing in the wind, the shirt is off, everybody in the picture is looking at you while you work oh, out, wow. right? <laughs> Are you focusing on your breathing, or do you just second nature 
you just do it the right way? Or do you actually, while you're working out, you're like, okay, I'm going into a squat. I need to keep my stomach tight. Okay, I need to inhale right here on the rower, and I need to exhale. I'm curious on your adventure when you work out. Uh, for me, I would definitely say it depends on where I'm at fatigue level. I think the more tired I am, the more I focus on that breathing. Mm -hmm. uh, also, with weight, the heavier the weight, the more mm -hmm. I focus on my breathing. So if it's a, uh, you know, if I'm doing a back squat and I'm just doing the barbell, I'm like, I'll be honest, I don't really focus on breathing that much. I make sure my form's right. Mm -hmm. um, always, I always personally focus on form. But as far as breathing is concerned, I know especially when that weight gets heavier, mm -hmm. it's gonna be a whole lot easier if you're not controlling that breathing to get lightheaded 100%. on those squats. So I really focus on it then, and then uh, breathing helps maintain form so i know when i'm tired and i'm fatigued if i focus on that breathing i'm gonna maintain my form it's not you know risk uh put myself in position of injury 100 so. percent. and what about when you coach what are you looking for when you're teaching let's use a movement let's use the um use a squat mm -hmm. a weighted squat what are you looking for when you're training somebody when they're inhaling and exhaling where should for those that maybe they don't know and they want to do the squat properly what are you looking for when to inhale do you hold your breath? If so, when do you hold your breath? Why do you hold your breath? When do you exhale? Do you ever exhale? What are your What's your philosophy with the body squat? And I'm gonna grab the camera so they can so we can read their comments. No, oh, okay, I got you. Uh, I would definitely say I just I just coached up that squat, so that was a good thing. What's up, y'all? Um, with the squat, you definitely want to inhale as you unrack. One of the big reasons for that is to maintain posture. So breathing a lot of the times is for posture. So you want to inhale, get your posture right. As you step away from the rack, same thing. Inhale, make sure you keep that posture. The reason we keep a big stomach, or not big stomach. Um, chest. Yeah, big chest is to keep that back straight. Mm -hmm. So as you're doing that, obviously take that big deep breath, squat it down. That's one of the times where you're, for the most part, holding your breath as mm -hmm. you're squatting it down, and then you're blowing out as you're coming up. So mm -hmm. all of that. I mean, it, it might sound a little complicated, but it's simply to make sure that you're protecting your back. 100%. Simply, That's it. Yep, so. That's it. And one thing I like to point out, too, when I squat with a soft stomach, yep. anything can happen. Yep. When I squat with a tight stomach, I have control. So look at breathing as controlling your life, mm -hmm. right? Like, you have no control over your life if you just hold your breath for the next four minutes. Because <laughs> At all. Things can things can happen, right? We can pass out, we can kill ourselves, yeah. right? But when you're in a position of control, then you're breathing. I believe every single rep in the gym should be an inhale and exhale per rep. Yeah. Right? I mean, unless you're doing some really elite style I guess even elite style training. Yeah. I wanna say every movement in the gym, it might be hard if you're doing high knees. Yeah. Or something like that, but especially when you're lifting weight, push press, quiet push-up, lunge, every single thing, inhale, complete the rep, exhale yep. as you're finishing the rep out. So um, this is one of the things that I feel to everybody that's listening, we all, even myself, sometimes overlook. And I've noticed, if I'm okay to bring back my back challenges, I've noticed the times where potentially I pull something. Mm -hmm. It's because potentially I got caught into getting outside my lane, Jay. Yeah. Looking and see what what Bobby and Cliff's doing, and I want to keep up with them. And instead of finishing a concentric movement by blowing the air out, I forget yeah. and I, I I didn't finish, and then my stomach's not tight, and then I pull something because I did the movement with my stomach being soft. So, my guys, my people, don't get caught into the other Joneses, man. We're all in our own lane, yeah. And that's fitness, right? 
um, as we finish up breathing. And we'll take any question that has to do with breathing on Facebook. If you have it, go ahead and write it. I'm going to ask Jay another question. Okay. And then as we finish this up, I'm going to cut him because we said eight minutes. <laughs> eight minutes. Right. Um, Jay, my last question with breathing, what, what would you say – Okay, let's do it this way. Stabilization movements. Why? Okay. Why? Why? you're controlling a movement, and you're not moving. Mm-hmm. Plank, a wall sit. Those are two good examples. How important it is? How important is it to control your breathing from a fast pace versus a slow pace, or does it even matter? Do you even recognize when you're doing a wall sit or a plank? Are you <laughs> ratio or are you more? And why? I'm curious. I can tell you from experience. Whenever, let's say you you are let's obviously we do AMRAPs here at the gym. So let's say you're going from one movement like let's we're doing thrusters. After thrusters, you got Which a forty a second. <laughs> after thrusters, you got a forty second plank. So them thrusters they're gonna gas you. They're gonna get that heart rate up. They're gonna get your heart going. Um, you're gonna be breathing nice and fast. Pop down into that. Plank, you're going to start off breathing fast. Mm. And for me personally, I know breathing fast, that plank feels a whole lot harder. 100%. <laughs> a whole lot harder. 100%. So when I, you know, I'm conscious about it and I slow my breathing down, you know, big deep breath in, I slow, slow breathe out. One, I feel like my heart rate goes down and mm-hmm. it feels like I just have more, like you said, control of my body. So I'm shaking less. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I'm less fatigued. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if if I'm breathing fast, I don't feel like I have enough oxygen. A lot of the times when that fatigue comes is because you're not getting enough oxygen yep. to your muscles, muscles anyway. Need it. Yeah. So when you actually slow that breathing down, get that oxygen to those muscles, you your fatigue is a little bit less. So it. it feels That's better. It. I love it, man. So like again, the point of us pouring this out in our in our core four is part of your being this has to be part of your core. Yep. Because I'm not just talking your stomach, right? I'm talking life. I mean who cares if you who cares about how much money you have or what job you have if you can't go out and live you feel exactly. me like if you cannot go to the mountains and walk it or run it or climb it if you can't go control your body weight in a body of water for those that like to swim you can't go get on a bike and ride it you like what is life and the material the materialistic items you can have with it if you can't breathe it's exactly. nothing. nothing so um that's it man i'll take one or whatever question that we have unless you want to add something in jay on breathing or you just want to take the question oh, we take the question i think we've been covering some good All stuff right. what we have what harry what up yo 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 dame say he struggles with breathing uh bobby toilet i guess the struggle is real <laughs> yo guys hey i'm telling you b uh all right bobby did give us a question okay question he has is what are simple movements, exercises for beginner movements? They can be, they can do easy and focus on breathing. You want to attack it, or you want me to? Uh, we can tag team it, but uh, just to start, I, I would, I think a squat is something very simple. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you just want to focus on tempo breathing, that would probably be the easiest, easiest one to do. Yeah. Just taking that big deep breath in at the start, holding it as you go down, and then blowing it out as you power up. That's something, a, a very simple movement. A lot of the times, especially in our gym, mm-hmm. we do movements like power cleans. We do mm-hmm. movements like push press. Taking that as a foundation can build you into those more complex movements. But that's something to start off very simple. Just I love it. Squatting down, standing up. It. To give you mind, Bobby, I would go into 
the second segment where we're about to talk about mobility and flexibility as the camera just looks at the hands <laughs> um, <laughs> me be in the corner of it um i want you to think of child's pose mm-hmm. all right as you're in that child pose position you're not moving no more right however the more you can sink into that stretch the more mobility you gain for your body right the yep. more you can stretch out your muscles or get your tendons and ligaments conditioned to a certain feeling, right? Mm-hmm. A certain stretch. So if you're in that child's pose, you'll notice as you inhale, say you're doing a five, 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 you're inhaling, controlling your breathing. You're not just putting, bringing the boogers in your nose as fast as <laughs> yeah. you can, right? You're controlling, bringing in a thousand one, two, until you get to five seconds. Exactly. And then you hold for five seconds. And then you exhale, not fast. You control, exhale, five. Four, three, 15 seconds you've done your child pose, you've just done one inhale, exhale. Yeah. So now when we say, hey, hold that child's hold position for four minutes, that four minutes is not breathing. <laughs> when is this going to be done? Yeah. You'll notice that four inhales and exhales is only one minute. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, every time you exhale, you're sinking just a little bit more into that stretch. Yep. So when you're able to perform a movement like that for four minutes, you may be, say we're, we're talking about child's pose, not hamstrings, but if you're in that child's pose position, you may actually drop an inch more into that position mm-hmm. just because you're breathing. Not because you worked out more, because you've been stretching for 30 days straight. It was just because you're breathing. Yeah. So that's component one of our core four. Now we're about to go into mobility, right? Yeah. mobility and flexibility and why is that important however for those that are listening all i want you to do is continue to listen turn the volume (laughs) up baby but for those that are watching on facebook make sure you subscribe to our channel mean green podcast uh we have not just these that are gonna be popping up but man the members yeah it's so cool to hear everybody's stories so we have a great one coming up this week but for those that are on facebook we love you you guys take care and for those that are online with us, let's go into mobility and flexibility. So, Jay, when you hear that, what do you think? Old people or do you think um, Chris? Or Like, what do you comes to your mind when you hear mobility, mobility. and flexibility? I think Chris getting off the toilet. I've <laughs> <laughs> changed the game. I've changed the game. Uh, as far as mobility is concerned, man, um, I think one of the – me coming from an injury, injury perspective, I really look at mobility as – um well, honestly it's a it's a lifesaver for me personally so you don't want stiff joints you don't want tight muscles you don't want anything that limits uh range of motion and that's really what it's all about so when i think mobility i think maximizing range of motion i love it so, you ever been through an injury um that could have potentially been prevented if you were to stretch more or have you you've been a good stretcher all your life Oh uh, no, I definitely haven't. I would definitely say uh, <laughs> hamstring pulls. Hamstrings. <laughs> that's, Two months ago. That's, <laughs> that's, that's number one. Um, hamstring pulls. So they come from tight hamstrings not mm-hmm. being uh, loosened up the way they need to be. So that mobility. That's it. Yep. So. That's it. I love it, man. I, and, and the reason why I love this to be a part of our core four is because there's been times where obviously I have the opportunity to program workouts for me and Green, right? Mm-hmm. And you do the same thing with the boot camps. And one key component that's always been a part of me and Green is the f- the first portion, right? Doing some blood flow, yeah. doing some dynamic movements, doing warm-ups for the movements that we're actually about to do. And there's been times where I don't want to say I took heat, but I definitely 
hurt people's opinion on we could maximize that with more time to actually be doing squats and push-ups and sprints yeah but for our belief in the core four is to be able to move and to prevent injuries right so the way that you prevent injuries is by creating more flexibility but the only way you get more flexibility is by working on your mobility yeah so when you're warming up jay on Okay, let's go with a deadlift to make since you talked about hamstrings a while okay. ago. What's a good example for those that are listening and maybe they have no idea what we're talking about? If you were going to train a class or train yourself, what would be a good warm up and also dynamic movement? And we should we break down the different types of stretches or that's too boring for people? We I mean, keep it simple. Okay, so let's for hamstring. Excuse me for. The deadlift, what's a good blood flow? What's a good dynamic movement to get you going into an actual deadlift? Uh, so for me, personally, like when, when I'm warming them up, I like to work yourself down. So a deadlift is a very complex movement mm-hmm. that might seem pretty simple. Um, obviously, you got back concerns. Mm-hmm. You want to make sure your glutes are firing up. And you want to make sure your hamstrings are firing up. So any movement you do, you want to warm those up. Right. right? Um, I'll... You, you got different movements. Um, I like whenever it comes to active stretches, I like the child's pose, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think that really loosens up the, the low back to start mm-hmm. uh, as, you, as you're working your way down. Um, anytime I'm getting ready to get into a workout, I don't necessarily like stretches. I like to warm the muscle groups yeah, up man. to activate them. Yep. So if we're looking at activating glutes, obviously we got glute bridges. We got donkey kicks, anything like that that are going to fire those glutes up. And then we got to get into those hamstrings. So 100%. I like doing things such as like a, a heel pull on the ground, something yeah. that's getting those hamstrings fired up. Obviously, you have you have your mu- your muscle movements that constricts the muscles, yeah. and then you have your muscle movements that extend the muscles. Yeah. Um, when you're doing a deadlift, you're going to be extending it. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get into things like floor sweeps, stuff like that, where you're extending it, if that's what you're more comfortable it's with. It's easy. But, I love it. Simple stuff like that. Because I, I have no idea any of this stuff you're talking about, right? I'm learning all this for the first time. <laughs> right. So what happens if – okay, let's back up. When yeah. do you stretch? When do, do you only do these things when you're about to work out, 10 minutes before the class or right when the class starts? Like when's a good time to work on – let's keep it on stretching, not mobility yet. Okay. When's a good time to start stretching? Um, A good time to start stretching – are you talking about just during the day? Yeah, just general. So say the average person, say they're working out at 5 p.m., mm-hmm. okay? Do they only stretch at the 5 o'clock class? Or can they stretch more than once, twice? What would be your recommendation for someone that has no pain? Like, they're just preventing. They they don't have any injuries or anything that's noted that they need to do. But well, just average Joe. If we're looking at um, – one, one thing I – when I think, I think of stretching, mm-hmm. I always make sure – Especially as a coach, thinking of in a classroom setting, you want to make sure that power exertion is at the maximum level. Mm-hmm. Stretching right before a workout, uh, static stretching has proven to kind of lower that a little bit. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't static stretch before class. Mm-hmm. I would get those muscles activated and warmed up. That being said, you didn't hear me say anything about during the day. Mm-hmm. So if you want to stretch when you wake up in the morning, cool. You know, that that just adds that yeah. uh, the lengthening of those muscles. Gives you a little bit more mobility, flexibility throughout the day. So if you want to do that at, you know, 7 a.m. when you wake up, perfect time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have lunch. You're sitting there. You want to get, get stretched out. Yep. Cool. When I was an athlete, that's something that they always had us do. So obviously, you know, before workout, you don't want to 
You don't right. want to do that stretch because you're going to lose some power. You're going to lose some potentially range of motion yeah. based on you stretching a cold muscle, which yeah. you don't want to do before a workout. But if you want to have those uh, physical changes to that muscle fiber, to that length, then if you just do it during the day, you're going to get that. So anybody that was facing an injury or anything like that, if you were given a program from a trainer, like, hey, you got to stretch two, three times a day, this is what you got to do. Yep. You're cold stretching, but it's going to be beneficial as long as it's not right before yep. workout. And I love the term that you use because you're still an athlete, right? Yeah. Um, kind of. <laughs> I, I, I love the term of where people look at not just because you have now more than just football and basketball type of sports. Yeah. Right. Now people are actually using Olympic lifting from a competitive nature like CrossFit, for an example, as a actual sport. You yep. know, you have professional athletes that get paid to do it. You hear these guys that people follow in the industry will use Matt Frazier, right? He's kind of yep. the LeBron James of uh, fitness right now. And you would hear that he worked out five times a day. And I see people going out and actually trying to work out five times a day. But one to two of those workouts may have not ever touched a dumbbell, barbell, or anything. Yep. The workout might have been 30 minutes of mobility, yep. working on his range of motion. So I love the part that you said that, and the backup static stretching guys. So for those that are not familiar with a static stretch, that's basically you going at the park and you're like, okay, I'm about to run three miles. And then all you do is keep your legs straight, put them together, reach down, touch your toes for 10 <laughs> seconds. And you say, oop, I'm stretched. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Right. Your muscle groups are not even warm. Like, so when he says a, a dynamic movement or even grabbing a prop, like I'm at the gym now getting those resistance bands, you'll see yeah. Francis and Delisha, a couple people that have had some, back spasms or just need to activate yep. a little bit more than the average person i put the band above their knees and make them do lateral slides for two minutes five steps to the left and right what we're doing before we even get to a static stretch is waking those muscle groups up because they've been at the desk with you for the last eight yeah. hours sitting down doing nothing and then on beyond that you probably went to sleep for six to eight hours so <laughs> exactly. you're telling me for 14 to 18 hours you've been chilling you're going to do 10 seconds of a stretch and then go sprint it's not going to work at all every day you get older, trust me. So <laughs> with that being said, guys, um, our goal with this is to have prevention. But um, I do want to bring this up. Our body talks to us. So if you've ever felt a little pull in your hamstring or you did a lift, you got to class and you just jumped in and we were doing some overhead presses and you felt a little something in your shoulder, that's not the time where you become – macho man you say hey i need to i'm gonna push through this our body tells us talking to you like hey you need to slow down you need to stretch out you need to warm up better jay let's talk about my hamstring pull okay all right let's talk about it um <laughs> it chris put, it put him down for like three weeks man, right? <laughs> three thank you i, 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 I took three <laughs> i think it was like six weeks dude but um flag football game yep i don't know how many people it was a great turnout uh, let's up oh, 40, 40. Yeah, it was what 40 team, 40 people participating because we have four teams. Hey, it's probably maybe 40, 40. My 40. It's probably about 50, 60 people. 50, 60 people participating, and people came out there. Yeah. So, you know, we feeling good. Come out there, it's muddy. <laughs> Number one, it's muddy. Oh, yeah, I, I went on IG, it's muddy, by the way. So, um, even though it's muddy, I brought some cleats. Yep. But I haven't wore these cleats in like three, four years. So in my warm-up movement, my little warm-up movement, the actual cleats, is that what they call it? The Well, your whole, the whole I don't even know what your the bottom of a shoe is called. Yeah, just the the sole. 
the sole of it. Yeah. It yeah. fell off. <laughs> so now I'm basically sliding in the mud. Yep. I haven't played football in years, and here I go out there, do some high knees, some jumping jacks for about one to two minutes, and here I go. Yep. So, Jay, talk to me about how not preparing for a specific movement can put you on your butt, using me for an example. Using you, you talking about I, your hamstrings. Yeah, there you go. go so, for it. if we – I'm going to use my boot camp as an example. Okay. All right? So, uh, sometimes at boot camp – some people don't take stretching quite as serious Who as don't? they should. It Some, better not be Blair. It better not be Blair no, 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 or no, Carly. No, no. I'm get on them. Okay. I, I, I'm not name dropping. <laughs> but um, sometimes they don't take it quite as serious. And we had a workout where. Uh, <laughs> My bad. <laughs> dropping names. Where uh, we had sprints. And it was one of the first times we'd done in a while. Okay. We had somebody pop a hamstring. And we had somebody pop a calf muscle. Ouch. Yep. So. But we, we warmed them up. They just weren't taking it serious. So that's one of the big things that I think is is, is vitally important. If you're going – depending on the level you're going to be exerting. So if you if you know you're going to be sprinting, if you know you're going to be at a higher level than what you're used to, then your warm-up needs to be at, yeah. a, at a higher level than what you're used to. So if you can, you know, say you're about to go for a, a two-mile jog and you did 20 jumping jacks and – you know, thirty squats, and, and you're good. If if you're good to run two miles, like okay, that that's understandable. The the power exertion, the the quick twitch muscle fibers, all of that kind of stuff, you're not using them, so it makes yep. a little bit more sense. But you, if you know, if you're about to go out there and mm. <laughs> relive them glory days, yeah, then you need to relive them glory days on the stretch as well. And, so. and another thing I like to point out too, with the glory days, right? You were younger doing that, yeah. right? So. Now you have the eight to five. Now you have a normal routine. So your body get used to you doing certain routines, which means you're not putting your body in certain planes of motion. Yeah. Then you go back and go to your glory <laughs> days and trying to go to some planes of motion that your body haven't experienced in 10 years. 100%. Right. So now your body is like, hold on, hold on, bro. Like you going to do what? Exactly. So I would love to say this. And then I want to talk about what happens when you don't listen Right, because I felt <laughs> something. I let you go on that one. I got but you. before we go there, when we talk about mobility and flexibility, and we're talking about how important it is to warm up, one thing that I've noticed, guys, is that, and I'm, I'll, I'm hoping the right person hear this. I'm hoping that the right person dissect what I'm about to say. If we put a workout up, say it's a 12 minute AMRAP, right? You got 40. Sit-ups, 30 goblet squats, 20 burpees, 10 yeah. <laughs> mountain climbers, all right, whatever. And you're repeating as many times as you can in 12 minutes. And now, instead of you being in the garage by yourself, because you, when you're by yourself, you will you will kind of control yourself sometimes. Yeah. But what we've experienced at Mean Green when you're outdoors at a boot camp or one of our gym classes is group training. Mm -hmm. So you you got energy. You got music. You got Dane walking around yelling. You yeah. got Alex on the mic. The David doing Eric Thomas <laughs> quotes. Like <laughs> it's such an epic environment. Yeah. You're going to push yourself harder than you typically would push yourself. Hundred percent. But the challenge that I have that I've learned is that sometimes we limit ourselves on on stretching mm -hmm. and mobility, but we push ourselves to an extreme 
every time we work out. Yeah. And your body can only, it's like a rubber band. It's only going to last so long. You might have got away with it Monday, yeah. but you keep doing that for three years, your body's going to talk to you differently in three years. 100%. So what we're getting to, guys, if you're in prevention, prevent it. Yep. Take it serious. Or you can do what Jared's about to pick up on when you feel a little something in your hamstring and you keep going. <clears throat> do you, do you, did you actually see me pull it? Did you know when I pulled it or you just kind of noticed I started limping? I noticed you started limping. I see when you okay. pulled it. Good. I'm glad you I hope nobody saw <laughs> it. But, okay, so once once you pull it, right? Yeah. Uh, I seen D-Mar. I had went live on IG for a little bit. I think D-Mar's on or was on. It's something that him and I share. Hopefully he's okay with me talking about it publicly because he shared it to me in a mm-hmm. private place. So sorry, David, if you didn't want me to share this publicly. But when you're injured, like, you – you have this mindset as a as a man or as a woman, like, I want to get back out there. Can you talk about, Jared, when you don't listen to your body mm-hmm. and you try to go out there faster than you should? So for those that had injuries or you have little nagging pains and you're supposed to be sitting down, we want to talk a little bit about what can potentially happen to a hamstring, to a shoulder when you don't sit your butt down. Ah, man. Not to scare them, but they need to hear it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to hear it. Um so your body starts feeling better before it's before you're actually better. That's kind of the way injuries work. That would preach. So you right might you <laughs> you might feel like you can go out and run, but your body's still healing. Like your body's still, you know, rebuilding whatever was injured. So once you get to the point of, oh man, I feel like I can go back out there and let's just use weights for example. Let's say we're doing power cleans. You hurt your your wrist, you hurt your bicep or something like that. And you're feeling good, like you, you know, you're lifting stuff that you weren't able to lift at first. So now we're like, all right, I'm about to go, I'm about to go hit it. I'm about to go hit mm-hmm. 185 on power clean. So that little tear that you felt, yeah. even though those fibers are, are healing back up, they're still fresh, they're still new, they're still trying to strengthen back up. So if you, you know, overexert and put more tension, more pressure on that, that's gonna go pretty quickly. Those those new fibers, they're gonna tear pretty quickly. Yep. And, but this time it's gonna tear deeper. Yep. Because those fibers aren't there. 100%. So the the risk of a more severe injury are through the Very roof. Very high. Yeah. So high. well put. That's just, that's well from put. that's from coming back faster. So you you might feel good. You might feel like you're ready to go. Well put. And then all of a sudden, boom! Wait, this hurts worse than last time. It, it damn sure it does. Well put. And you know what, two J, because a lot of people hear fitness and they're like, oh, Chris and. Jared, they just understand the science of the <laughs> philosophy of the body. Like, to give you a very plain example, and I was thinking this as you were saying it, we've all been through a bad relationship. Yeah. And your heart was broken or somebody did something to you or you did somebody somebody else. What happens if the very next day you get in a very long, like, minded style relationship? Like, you just got heartbroken yesterday, but today you're like, hey, I do. I'm ready to get married. Like, it's <laughs> only a disaster that's going to take place. 100%. And it, you're only going to hurt whoever's around so from me to you guys man we're not going to leave you out on a limb because we're on instagram we're about to close this one but for those that are listening we're talking about our core four first one we talked about was breathing the second one right now is mobility and uh flexibility but we're going to be hosting workshops coming up um some of them are going to be more style uh actually i see donnie i was just texting donnie it's cool that he got on uh talking to donnie about holding some workshops and classes for yoga Okay. Uh, teaching you how to breathe properly in our resistance training uh, format when we do these workshops on power cleans and deadlifts. So they're coming, all right? So um, the core four, all right? 
Going into our third one out of four, we're going to talk about control, a.k.a. strength. Yes, sir. So the reason why we use the term control is because anybody can, since we're using deadlift, let's use it as an example again. If you had 135 on the bar, ladies, and you do 135 up, but you got to drop it, is that true control? Right? Did did you really just do 100% of the deadlift, or did you only do 50% of the deadlift? And I'm going against a lot of different philosophies when it comes to fitness. Yep. And I'm not trying to step on anybody's toes. So, yes, a deadlift is when you lock out. Yep. That is 100% a deadlift. But the philosophy on our platform at Mean Green, we truly believe when you do a deadlift, you control up and control down. If you're doing a push-up, you can control up. You can control down. Yeah. If you're doing a squat, you can control down, and then you can <laughs> get back up. Exactly. So that's what we mean by control. Yeah. So now as we're talking about strength, and this is like a really engaging part where everybody really wants to hear about it. And for those that are listening to this in the car yeah. or all platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, you name it, they're listening. But for those that are on Instagram, you're going to have to subscribe to <laughs> the Mean Green about Show podcast. <laughs> mean Green Show podcast. Somebody comment down below. We love you guys, but we're signing out. See y'all later. All right. So, strength. All right. What do you think, Jay? And I mean, let's keep this one on the f- five minutes. Okay. And then we'll get out of here and go to the fourth one. Strength. Not the movements, but why is strength important to Jared outside of the gym? Man, I, I, I kind of want to harp on what you were saying about control and yeah, you talking about please. deadlifts all the way up all the way down um if we're getting into a i don't even know what you want to call it a, a strength lift off right okay who can lift the most weight hmm. cool they got competitions for that they got competitions for you to deadlift the most weight drop mm-hmm. the weight you don't really got to put it down who, who can lift it who can lift the most that's mm-hmm. for a competition mm-hmm. um a lot of us aren't a competition in our life 100 percent. we just we, I mean, we, we're living our life, but deadlifts are effective for our lives. So I really do believe in control, especially control all the way up, this all the way down. How many times do you pick something up and put it down? Yep. When you put it down, do you drop it? I can't drop it. <laughs> Tina, Tina will punch me if I drop Christopher or Caleb. Exactly. So right. if we're if we're practicing that that strength and control, putting stuff down, we're we're strengthening our bodies all around. So that that it helps outside the gym if you're working. I love in it. the gym, I love just working it. control all the way through. So whatever lifts those are, That's perfect, controlling yeah. it all the way up, all the way down. Like I said, just translating to everyday life. You, you're man, I love you're not that. dropping stuff out the gym. So I would love to stay here for a little bit. That's cool with you. Yeah, it's cool, man. So check this out, Jay. As you said that, <clears throat> I played basketball. Yep. You played football, and we played on some some pretty high levels, right? The things that I did as a basketball player, when it when you talk about my body, mm-hmm. right? Same thing for football and baseball. Like, okay, you play wide receiver. I played, I played uh, combo guard, right? You have the catcher. We yep. use those three positions, catcher and baseball. Mm-hmm. So in basketball, me dribbling the ball a lot, it was a movement. Think about it. If in a basketball game, if a guy brings the ball down the court, he's dribbling either with his right arm or his left, yep. and just that circular motion on his rotator's cuff or that left-to-right movement for his hips or your hip flexors, like, up and down, up and forward continuously. Yep. So if I did that throughout a game, imagine what I did in my practices, right? Football player, if Jared, 
I'm not even talking about the condition movements like basketball that football have. Mm-hmm. If Jared gets hit and he falls on his right shoulder and his left shoulder continuously throughout a game, what's another movement for a catcher in baseball? If a catcher is in a squat position, how long is a baseball game? Ooh, how long can it be? <laughs> Golly. Ridiculous. Let's just say a three-hour a three hour game. Yeah. Let's say he's on his in a squat position for 90 minutes, half the game, right? When you put your body in that position so much, just remember, athletes, especially for those that are pros, mm-hmm. they get paid to put their body in that position. Yeah. So they're not doing that because it feels good. That catcher is not sitting in that position because he wants a bigger butt, right? Like, I'm not – do you feel me? Like, it, Jared didn't fall on his shoulder because he was trying to get his traps bigger, right? Like, you go to the gym yeah. and you do time under tension or depending on what training module you're in at that time, you train your body accordingly to the way you want to look and feel. Yeah. Not to get a certain – speed to get a certain amount of yardage before mm-hmm. somebody can actually tackle you yeah so i love the point that you brought out that you do have athletes that do do those jobs but they're training for a reason yeah it's not to say at the end of the year man you know what you this year on my deadlift i went up five pounds <laughs> like bro sis <laughs> don't come to me and green and tell all your friends next year at the end of the year that all the results you got was five pounds on your deadlift. <laughs> Don't do us like that, man. You feel me? It, it has to be more to life. Now, do we have people that train for the Beast Mode Games and yeah. other comps? Of course. Do we have people that train for halves and full marathons? Yep. Of course. But I'm nothing against it when I say this. Mm-hmm. I'm not for somebody training for marathons every day of their life. That Your knees, your back, your I mean, that has to be – like dangerous, right? There's a the reason even professional athletes have an off season. That's it. Oh man, somebody put. Okay, stop. Somebody put that. Can you say that one more time? There's a reason even professional athletes have an off season. Is it a slash when you little dash? Jared Garcia. <laughs> Can y'all quote that boy and put that on your IG? I dare. If somebody actually do that, you will make his day. Can <laughs> somebody? Can somebody either do a screenshot of a picture on his IG and then put that quote down below and tag him and IG on me? <laughs> that would make our freaking day. I, I, well said. Yeah. Well said, man. Um, now, for me specifically, as someone that, man, I put in a lot of mileage. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, Mean Green was built upon ethics that yeah. I had when it came to basketball. I had, I have a sickening work ethic. And I was the same way with basketball. I couldn't imagine trying to do that right now for the next 70 years of my life, saying I'm about to go that hard, that consistent, that much time on my body as I get older. <laughs> it's just it, it, the formula at some point is going to fall. Yeah. So my point, Jared's point, is what we get into is – we're not training for a five-pound deadlift at the end of the year. We want to be want to be able to say we're stronger at the end of the year when it comes to strength. And strength can be tested in several ways. I come up one, you come up one. Deal? Okay. Yep. I go first, let you process it, because I just throw things at people. <laughs> and they be looking at me like, how am I supposed to process it that fast? <laughs> um, a strength goal for me or anybody is not to just say how much weight was on your push press or bench press at the yep. end of the year. I, I think a good strength goal for me would be – um, so for those that follow me on IG, I've been trying to do a better job of showing my kids and mm-hmm. my involvement with them. I think a good strength goal for me is to be able to not get fatigue when it comes to picking them up or playing with them. Mm-hmm. So 
when people think play with your kids, everybody does different activities, right, with their mm-hmm. kids. But my kids is pretty active because of their mom and daddy. So they will see me and want me to pick them up. Yeah. I don't know if y'all seen the green beans. They're not <laughs> green beans no more, right? <laughs> yeah. So they 50, 55 pounds. So I can't just pick them up once. Yeah. And it's two of them. So when I pick one up, the other one won't the same exact thing because they're yeah. twins. I don't want to be the dad that's like, oh, man, I only could do it once because I was tired. Yeah. It's different if I'm tired of doing it. But if I'm physically saying I can't do it or I'm fatigued, mm-hmm. like, no, I want to be able to say, man, I, I was able to play with my kids 30 minutes straight. Yeah. And if anybody have kids or nieces and nephews, little sisters, little brothers, you know 30 minutes of their <laughs> exercises or th- their fun games, that's a long time. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I heard Bobby said him and Rondo uh, was able to <laughs> – outlast their kids as they went hiking that was dope you know like to carry i don't know how heavy a backpack is mm-hmm. when you go hiking because i've never done it but i'm gonna do it um man that's that's a, that's a strength goal yeah you know i was able to go to colorado and i was able to hike up the hill for two hours yeah screw a five pound dead yeah i'm trying to see mountains and hills and things i've never seen before so that was my example mm-hmm. for a strength goal what would you say honestly mine plays right into that man uh i think about my kids in the future and being in your position. All right. In in future, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, no, I, I think about, like, you know, being in your position, and I know where I'm at with, you know, knee injuries. I, I already have pre- uh, more. That's a good example. I have arthritis in my knee. That's a good um, example. Uh, I won't lie. The vid put me down for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I, I can tell when I haven't been – doing strengthening exercises for my knee. It's mm-hmm. hard for me to walk up the stairs without getting knee pain. It's hard yeah. for me to do certain things without knee pain when I haven't been doing things to strengthen my knee. So yeah. when I was down and you know in the house for a week, when I came out, that's real. I, I was like, oh snap, that's real. Uh, this this ain't as strong as it needs to be right now. That's real. So I know for myself, like I got to keep it up. I got to be consistent. I got to stay steady. That's if real. I don't, you know, if I want to run in 20 years, if I want to jump if i want to play with my kids for 30 minutes that's major so that that's my strength goal that's major i think too confidence yep you know when i feel good about my strength i'm confident yeah you feel me like i don't have to say hey man i I was able to i did that 315 bench press five times today (laughs) like i mean it's cool to say that but when i walk out the gym if i was only able to do 315 does that really make me fit my shirt a certain way you know, I don't know if it does that, but when I can say that I was able to work out 52 weeks in 2022 because I was able to control my body weight mm-hmm. and prevent injuries, like, man, that gives That's me real. confidence. That gives me the uh, the momentum that I, I, I long for. So we, honestly, Jay, we didn't even go into styles of strength where we talk about tempos yeah. and time under tension and I don't think we need to go there. We can go there on another podcast. I think people need to have that foundation yeah. moving forward. I think man. that's what it's all about. Um that that's dope. Fourth final movement. Movement, baby. Movement. Man, what what would life be? We talked about breathing, but what would life be if you only saw the parking lot of 6400 Southwest Freeway? <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's a beautiful sight. That's you know, nice. For two cars. days. Yeah. Three right. days. Right. That's three days. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I think life is built upon experiences. 100%. I think uh, I, I wrote that down as a goal for 2022 for me personally is to do things that's going to cause more memories mm-hmm. because I can go to a bar every Friday and as close as me and Jared are, 
You can't tell me on the fourth Friday in of the year what bar and what drink did you have and how many did you have. I'm not going to remember that 10 years from now. <laughs> At all. Right? But if you say, hey, Chris, how was the experience when you and Jared and April went to the Final Four? I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. That's lifetime. Right? So when we talk about movement, it's not the burpees and the 400-meter run. It's about experience in life. So when we talk about experience in life, there's a lot of components, and I'm going to shut up because I'm talking a lot. Oh, you good. I, I had the chai tea about seven hours ago. I don't, it's, it lasts you all day. Okay. <laughs> so movement, man, I think that the some of the components that I've learned, and this is the beauty about me and Green and all the coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't, Jared don't. David Don't, Walker, Milton, Bobby, Alex, all of us, we don't train people and coach people based upon what we've journeyed. We train and coach people based upon what they may be going through. Mm-hmm. I've never in my life dealt with um, weight loss. I was the opposite end. I was mm-hmm. too skinny. But when I look at someone, whether a man or woman, I know how pain feels. Yeah. I know how it feels to be in certain positions. So that's how we coach. So as I go into this example, I'm not saying that I have experienced it, but it's important to let you know as a listener that I understand. Yeah. When we talk about movement, can you imagine wanting to go to a busy restaurant and you can't walk through because potentially you can't walk with your own two legs? Mm -hmm. I've trained people that had the desire to get back to walking. Like, we cannot take that for granted for those that can walk. Yeah. Right? I've trained people and had the luxury of seeing them grow out of this. But have you ever booked an airplane ticket? But you felt like you had to book two tickets. Or you had to. Or you had to. So you can go from one state to another. Yeah. So when we talk movement, it's not just the running. It's living. Yeah. That's our philosophy. We just want you to move and be able to experience life. Got to be more out there than 6400 Southwest Freeway or Houston or yeah. Texas or America, right? Yeah. Jay, let me ask you a question. When we talk about movement, what has been – because we, we, we're inspiring, I believe, right now on the mic. Yeah. But what has been tough to teach and coach when it comes to movement? Not necessarily from a certain way to run in the gym, but getting people to be consistent taking ownership of their health, not using procrastination as the reason why they're going to not going to or why they can't get off diabetes or why they can't get off the the high blood pressure medicine. Have you ever dealt with a situation or a season where someone wouldn't listen to the importance of movement? I'm curious. Um, I would, I, I wouldn't say that. Mm Mm-hmm. I think for the most part, people are when you when you show it to them. Mm. I think it's it, it it's hard for somebody to to look at it and say, "Oh no, I don't I don't That's see real. that. I don't see that." So, I think when you show people, that's real. I, I, yeah. It, that, that's kind of that's where I've been in my experience. I will I will say I think that I, I personally haven't run into I like that anything else. That's real. I like what you said. It brought me to two experiences. Uh, the first one would be a little bit long-winded, but we'll keep it under 45 seconds. The second one would be 15 seconds, 30 at the max. <laughs> but I was uh, 
producer from Fit Fat to Fit had reached out to me mm-hmm. years ago, and they wanted me to gain all this weight, and then I can pick anybody in Mean Green. At that time, it was just boot camps, mm-hmm. and they would feed us to get fat, and then feed us to lose it, and give us all the resources, and pay your boy really well to do it. And I end up not doing it because of several reasons, and I talk about that on another podcast, but. I remember at boot camps watching that show once it was produced saying, dang, I need to show them what can happen. Yeah. If. And for those that are OG boot campers, we used to do six week intervals throughout mm-hmm. the year. Whenever somebody lost over 15 pounds and the 15 was because I had a 15 pound weight vest that was always in the Impala, baby. <laughs> Shout out to the old school Impala. <laughs> So anytime somebody lost fifteen weight or fifteen pounds, always got the uh, the weight vest, and they had to work out the next boot camp with a fifteen pound weight vest. Dope. And then after, I would say, "How did it feel?" And she would go, or he would say, "Man, it was hard. My knees start hurting. My back. Why would you make my back start hurting?" And I was like, "No, that was the old you. Yeah. And if you don't control yourself, then we're gonna go back to the old you. And I wanted you to know how that feel. Yeah. And like what you just said. That's why it brought me to that place." That's dope. You must do a great job of showing people what can or what will. So I think that's what we got to keep doing. That's that's dope, man. And then the other 15-second story on the <laughs> show, the guy actually made a girl run to the cemetery. They were running, and they kept running. She was like, why are we running? And they finally got there, and he was like, this is where you're going to go if you don't start living right. So that was under 15 seconds. Got to show them. Movement, gotta baby. Show Movement. Movement. <laughs> um, the core four. So now you guys heard it from the mouth, how did, the horse's mouth. How does that go? Yeah. yeah. I said it right. All right. You know I'm going to butcher something. <laughs> but uh, the core four is what we believe in. I know you, if you train with us, you've heard us talk about breathing yeah. and heard us want to stretch you and make sure you're working on mobility and how to control. True true strength is into tempo and, and go live. Don't just exist. You've heard that from us before. But now we want to make sure that as we pour out the core four in 2022, we make that a staple of what we do online, digitally, and um, everywhere else. So if you know anybody that can be empowered from our core four, man, pass the podcast forward, man. Tag them on something. But, uh, man, we want to impact our city and beyond. So in our city, we have boot camps, you know, from the med center down to the north side in the Humboldt, Tascacita area. Make that triangle back up to the Galleria area we here, man. Um, if you're like me, you like being outdoors sometimes and getting in that good weather and having that space and opportunity, man, yeah. connect with us. We want to show you our core four. And maybe you like barbell stuff and being in the gym. And I don't know who loves the assault bike, but <laughs> if you want to get on the assault bike from the north to the south, man, get at us and beyond. Online, yes, got to connect with us on a daily sweat 365 site. We can train you anywhere at any time. But Jay, money, that's all that I have, man. Do you have anything? No, man, I appreciate you having me. It's always an honor, a blessing. Uh, I think I got better from the first podcast I did. Oh, man, you're always good. <laughs> so that's what we're going to talk about reflection one time on podcast because he does things like that all the time. But every now and then he'll call me out. I'll look at a picture and I'll say, Hey, bro, I got to get on the weights. <laughs> I think exactly. we both do it all the exactly. time. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. No, it's, it's great. Uh, I'm looking forward to the next podcast show. Uh, I can't tell y'all who's going to be on it, but it, it's more than Ooh, one person. Wait. That's all I can say. It's more than it's more than two people on. So I'm looking forward to that. 
as we finish up, uh, name drops. Got to give me three. Name three, drops. Three. Oh, you you train all three spots. Now that I think about it, you yeah. got to give me three names. He's he's hybrid, so he trains when I said all three spots: our Southwest location, our North location, and then also boot camp at two different locations. And then he's the director of all the boot camps. <laughs> so, plus his personal training, so he see a lot of people. So Jay with boot camp. Boot camp. God, you're gonna you're gonna have to do four names. They got to be quick, bro. Quick. You don't even have to describe. Just quick names. Okay. I need three names from the North. Three names from. Herman Park, so North Boot Camp, Herman Park Boot Camp, okay. Southwest Gym, and also the North Gym. <laughs> three so names each? Three names each. I want the Ooh. first ones to come to your head. Let's start with the North Boot Camp. Who are three people you want to see on the podcast show this year? Three names I want to see on the podcast show this year. Uh, it'd have to be Miss Diana. Miss Diana? I'd have to see Eugene. Eugene, what podcast. up, bro? And then uh, my man, Doug. Doug. Oh, yeah. Doug oh, yeah. Here. Okay. We can make all three of those happen. Herman Park. Herman Park, Roderick. Roderick? That's going to be a name I want to uh, say. He got to. Would you do it in the morning? Uh, No, he'd be an evening. Evening? Even okay. Yeah. Um, who's uh, that in the morning? Ashley. No, who's the guy in the morning I worked out with? Might be Ralph. Ralph. That's but, who I'm thinking. I'm thinking Ralph. Yeah. And, oh, and, and, Ralph, Ralph just moved. Did he? He did. He just moved out of state. <laughs> oh, that hurt. <laughs> and the gentleman in the evening name you said? Is Roderick. Roderick. Did he come on the bike the time I came? I need to come to Herman Park more. Somebody came on a yeah. bike. No, you talking about Philip? Dang, I'm messing everybody's name Phillip, up. Okay, Phillip, Phillip. okay, I'm back. Okay, um, so other two. <laughs> I'd have yeah, it'd be uh, Ashley, Roderick, Ashley. and one more. Got to get one of the sisters on here, man. I could get, get Amber. Amber, 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 Amber. Joseph. Oh, uh, the Joseph oh, sisters. Yeah. yeah, Amber's never been on a. So I think Britt's been on here twice, but I don't think Amber's never been on here. It's time. There we go. All right, Southwest Gym. So those you just mentioned, you're gonna have to do them. Or or uh, Gerald can do some of the Herman. Yeah, all right. Southwest, you don't even have to do them. Three names. Southwest. Uh, I took Will out of it, but Will. Will gotta get Will. Will okay. One. Will. Uh, whew, Southwest gym location. Cindy. Cindy. Um, I gotta have to wake up early. I wait. I be. I I'm here. Oh yeah, you uh, go. Okay. <laughs> he be here. He be here, here. Cindy. Uh, Cindy, and then one more. One more. Uh. Who we got? Let's go. Oh, I'm blanking. I'm trying to think of a good person. I want to see what T got to say. TV? T. T. Bracey. Yes, oh, it was TV. <laughs> so I, T, I, T had 30 birthdays today for his birthday. birthday. Happy B day. <laughs> he had them red Jordans on in his picture. <laughs> okay, that'll be a good one. Oh, yeah. All right, last three on the north side. So I, I guess you or Bobby have to do it or Milton or Walker. North or side, man. I got to obviously my mean green 415, but I'm going to go for the 12 o'clock too. I think Rick. Rick. I got to see Rick. my man Rick. My on boy there. Rick. Safety. Free oh, safety. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I'll go to the 415 class. Uh, Devetta. Okay. I don't see what Devetta's talking about. You yeah. know what? I, I, I would love to hear that. Yeah. I would love to hear that. You know, pictures and videos, I only learn and know so much. So I would love to hear her side of the story. Devetta. There we go. And I'm going a, I'm to a du- duel this one up because I don't want to leave that's, that's the totally other cool. one out. I would do Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Or. Or. Sam. Sam comes to the 415s. I have to get Sam on here. Sam I know he has something funny to say. <laughs> We're gonna put explicit on. <laughs> Got to. I would love. I think every single person. I think. Uh, I know Bobby's gonna hear those names. He's gonna attack them too. Yeah, so let's get it, Bobby. Um, 
Hey, man, I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. I had a blast. J Money. Yeah. Oh, that's one of my nicknames, J Money. <laughs> um, I had a blast with you, bro. And every name that was just mentioned, we're going to definitely try our best to get you on. I promise, once you sit down, you'll forget the mics are even on. Uh, yes, so, sir. Other than that, man, share, subscribe, write a comment. We love you guys. Love you, love we're you. We're signing out. Lego.